Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Donna Lee, and Dr. Mystery has stepped away so that we could bring in one of our favorite humans on this planet, planet Dr. Lucas Giacomidi. This planet and this any and planet. others. Yes. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks Thank you. for... I'm glad we chased away Dr. Mystery. <laughs> he just disappears at the most random opportune like times. A, like a little piece of candy. Like, here, <laughs> go, go. He just walked away. So um, let's talk about some fun stuff. But first, we have to tell you how to reach Dr. Giacomides if you need an appointment. And I guess we really quickly can tell everybody under the umbrella of urology, everything we kind of do and treat, things that you especially love. But you can call during the week to reach out to Dr. Giacomides at 512-238-0762. You can visit our website, armormenshealth.com. And you can send him questions to armormenshealth at gmail.com. Our podcast. Oh, have I mentioned to you? We just got another award. We'll take that out. We just got another award. We are the second most interesting sexual health podcast on the internet, according to feedspot.com. Who is the first? It was, I don't, I studied it and I don't know if I've ever heard of them, but we'll knock them off the charts soon. I don't always listen to podcasts, but when I do, <laughs> that's the most interesting man listening to podcasts. You're the most well, interesting man in this room. Yes. Well, <laughs> I have stiff competition. Uh, but per Feetspot, we were also the second most interesting men's wellness podcast and the seventh most interesting uh, prostate cancer podcast. You know, normally in medicine, I tell people it's not good to be interesting. No. You want to be boring in healthcare. You want to say, like, you know, when do you want to go to your doctor's? Like, you know, that is the most interesting problem you have. <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody wants to hear that. I want to hear, That's like, so I, this is the 30th one I've seen this today, you know, and I'm right? not going to worry. But, but in this case, I think it's good in to be interesting. In this case, it's good to be interesting, not if you have a urology issue. No. We, uh, we hope to keep this next segment interesting somehow, I hope. That's right. You well, know. we'll talk about some interesting stuff. But you are board certified urologist of how many years? Oh, gosh. I board certification. I got out of residency in aught four. That's what old people say. And when they put a zero, I've been certified since aught five, I guess. I remember that vividly. Really? Because that was, I did that board certification. And board certification, mind you, is a very creepy, weird experience for those who do surgical so specialists. You have to meet in a hotel room in Dallas, Texas. And there's, you and this examiner. Now, I don't know with COVID what has happened since then. Right. But it's weird. You're going literally to a hotel room. And then with a stranger, with a stranger. And, you know, I always thought if this goes badly, I'm just going to make some, some sexual, Bend abuse, over. Uh, <laughs> something like, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm going to pass these boards one way or the other, if you know what I mean. No. Oh, no. Um, but in essence, no. And then I flew from that Dallas Fort Worth airport to interview here in Austin and got my job here when I moved here. Shortly Interesting. Thereafter. I've never heard this before. Yeah. What a seedy way to get a license. <laughs> that it is. It is bizarre. And like, and like, wait a minute, they have like underpants on their floor and I'm like, you know, walking into this room, like could they have cleaned up? up a little bit you know it it's bizarre strange. very bizarre That's but yeah interesting the hotel room in dallas very legendary oh my goodness well you're an actual board certified the things i now. did to get board certified <laughs> in that hotel no. left his way right to the top that's right oh my goodness and so you have a really extensive background with baylor scott and white and then you were on your own for a while and then we scooped you up as soon as we could yes we did you know i, I flew to that interview ironically i sat next to one of the assistant coaches the other interesting part of that story mm-hmm. who who literally just told me he just 
recruited Kevin Durant to the University of Texas. Really? You know, that's how old and long I've been board certified. That was before he was a high school senior. But yes, I interviewed there and that was a memorable time. And we we had a freeze and we were defrosted sitting on the airplane. Anyway, enough of that. But I'm trying to make this interesting because we are interesting. We are interesting. (laughs) Well, I thought we'd talk about something interesting that you know all about. Sadly, that you know all about bladder cancer. Yeah, that is a great segue, by the way. No. Yeah, bladder cancer is interesting and I've had a run lately of it. Um, And it seems like these things kind of run in threes. I, um, one thing that we have to clarify is that we as surgeons, as urologists rather, Mm -hmm. we use the word bladder cancer pretty much all the time. You hear colon and colon polyps, but really people getting, I just got a polyp removed there. You know, it's not cancerous, but just know that that polyp is precancerous. And I think bladder cancer in many ways probably could be called bladder polyps because there are oh. some of these that don't behave very aggressively and tend to recur like colon polyps do, but they tend they can progress if not caught early and get, and get them out. Interesting. Yeah. So what signs would a patient have symptoms? So I think the big one is blood. You know, So if you see blood in your urine, that is not normal. That should not be anything earth shattering. So don't ignore a one-time bleed. Or if your primary care provider or somebody says, you know, we keep seeing blood in your urine at least a couple of times, that probably is worth checking out as well. A lot of people say, oh, it's probably just an infection or maybe it's a kidney stone. And maybe they're right, Mm -hmm. but maybe they're really, really wrong. Mm. And they have a very bad bladder cancer. So don't, that's the biggest thing to take home from today, besides the fact that I board certified and we're interesting, <laughs> is that blood is bad. Blood, blood is and bad. urine is even bad. Even if it's a tiny bit that even you Even a little bit. Even microscopic. I've seen people get diagnosed with three red cells with bad bladder cancer. My own aunt died of bladder cancer. Oh, really? I didn't know. Yeah. Because she was a smoker. And that's the big risk that people who smoke um. will damage their bladder linings. Because anything you put in your mouth has to come out of one of two Somewhere. ways. So either you smoke it goes in your lungs and it causes lung cancer but bladder cancer if you goes down into your esophagus into your stomach it's got to come out number one or number two and if you have tar and nicotine sitting in your bladder for hours on end that can cause bladder cancer so much so donnelly that bladder cancer actually smoking rather has a higher relative risk with bladder cancer than lung cancer really yeah I didn't you, know that. you're gonna see people who just never smoked get lung cancer right but you don't necessarily see people very often that get bladder cancer who never smoked or weren't around smokers. So yeah, the relative risk is much higher, surprisingly. That's interesting. So if if you're a guy and you're peeing and you see just a tiny little bit of blood. Or a girl. uh, Or a girl. I think people equate pain. So it's not necessarily that you have a ton of blood and you have a ton of pain. You might have a lot of pain, a little bit of uh, blood or vice versa. Gross painless hematuria. And it hurts maybe if you're passing clots. But no, typically painless blood is is potentially a sign of of, of bladder cancer. So that's what we have to do. We have to bring you in and find out where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. What I do is typically top of kidneys to end of urethra you know so we scan i personally scan the kidneys making sure that you don't have a mass in your kidneys bottom line is we want to find out what's common and what could kill you so you when know? you say scan just a real easy imaging ct you know just a cat scan just run it through make sure it's not a stone make sure it's not a mass you want to find things that are common too you know what's causing it if it's not cancer that's mm-hmm. it but for, for for bladder cancer most of the time we're going to tell you to look inside and, and I think that's an important step that a lot of people say, well, can't you see it? Like, that's why we do colonoscopies, not we, but gastroenterologists, mm-hmm. because you can't see little tumors inside of other organs. So a bladder cancer is hard to see on CT unless it's huge. Mm-hmm. Interesting. See, if you keep saying interesting, then people will think we're interesting. So that's the secret. That's my (laughs) catchphrase. That's the secret. Interesting. What what happens then? So patient comes in, you figure out they have some sort of terrible bladder cancer. What options are there? Well, we don't know. That's interesting because I said interesting. It is interesting (laughs) uh, that, um, you know, once we look in, it's one of these diagnoses that you're 
going to know what you have more or less when you look in. Mm -hmm. Um, but until you get that tumor out, which is a surgery, you don't know how bad it is. So that's where you have to cut it out and see how ugly it looks on a microscope and how deep into the muscle it goes. So those are important steps to know. And that's the surgery soon after that to say, okay, where is this tumor? How bad is it? And then, you know, um, you know, that's, that's how we tell how bad it is. You know, one thing about bladder cancer, I got to tell you as a sidebar, that's also interesting mm-hmm. is that two of my patients with, with bladder cancer, um, they, they, be, you get to know these patients because they have a, a very high rate of recurrence. Hmm. So you need to, you're not done with the first look in. If you have bladder cancer, we're going to be looking Friends in again. Yeah. Um, one of them is an author. I won't mention his name, but every time I found bladder cancer in him, he was writing books and he liked my name and he would use me in his books. Oh, really? And then if, <laughs> if I gave him good news, he'd write me like a romantic lead, you know? <laughs> and, and then I was like, oh, this is good. And if I gave him bad news, he would write you were some... You the pool boy. I was, oh, that pool wasn't boy. getting any action. I was sodomized <laughs> by pirates and it was just a horrible fate. And then... Eventually, we got sort of a neutral, and he did there. But my other patient actually wrote a book, and I'll mention it because um, he was a dear good friend, and I know his his wife Pam wouldn't mind. Gene Vasconi, who sadly passed away from advanced, not oh. not re- necessarily related to bladder cancer, um, but he actually wrote a book called "For Better for Bladder or Worse." Oh, and you can still get this book, and I'll pitch it out there because I want people to go out there because. I used to give a copy of this book to every single patient who came mm-hmm. in and got diagnosed with bladder cancer. I think I remember you t- saying that. For yeah. bladder or for worse? For bladder or worse. Or worse. And I think you can go on forbladderworse.com and, you know, and check it out. But he kind of gave a humorous look about what it's like to go through the procedure of cystoscopy and from a patient perspective. And it's really cool. And he talked about nutrition and some of the other things that we probably don't have time to talk about on this little But we'll get mm-hmm. maybe Shafali to talk about that at some point. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So one more time. For bladder? For, for bladder or worse. Or worse. Yeah. Yeah, shout oh. out to my good friend, Gene. He was a good guy. That's awesome. What a good way to end a segment, Dr. Giacomides. Thank you for coming in and recording with us. Always my pleasure, Donna. Uh, we'll have you back soon. And thank you for listening to our show. It is the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. And our website is armormenshealth.com. Our email address is armormenshealth at gmail.com. And they know how to find us. And they know how to find us at Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs, Texas. Um, our podcasts have just skyrocketed thank you guys so much for making it so popular and interesting and you can listen to our podcast wherever you listen to free podcasts and we hope to be on the joe rogan's show soon yes joe get us out here man (laughs) we're too interesting not to the armor men's health hour will be right back if you have questions for dr mystery email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com 